Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer and I'm joined today by Danielle. Hello. Danielle um, manages all of our social media strategy and boots on the ground social media tactics for all of the medical practice clients that we work with. And today we thought we would talk about something that I haven't paid too much attention to from um, a marketing standpoint when it comes to our clients until recently. And what that is, is we're going to talk about Pinterest. So, um, you know, you might be familiar with Pinterest because you like to go on there and get decorating ideas or take a look. One time I was going to make a container garden. And so I have Pinterest on my iPad and spent an entire morning looking at container gardens. I um All those amazing recipes that you're never actually going to Oh my make. gosh. Oh my yeah. gosh. And I, I got this idea that I wanted to do a custom closet recently. And so I've taken all of my custom closet ideas directly off of Pinterest. And so, Danielle, why don't you tell our listeners what Pinterest is and who's out there using Pinterest? Yeah. So uh, for those who maybe live under a rock and aren't familiar with Pinterest, it is a social media platform that focuses mainly on visual graphics and images. Um, They have a lot larger images than most other social media platforms. It's a long, tall um, image. Uh, It's it's kind of like a platform for the introvert because there's not a lot of communication. There's no, uh, there are like you know, private messaging that you can do, but it's really, you just go on there to look and scroll and like and save, not necessarily see everybody's complaint or what they had for lunch. It's like all these, you know, beautiful photos and, you know, where you imagine your life with all these things that you want to do. Um, 80% of people who use Pinterest use it on their phone or their tablet. So it's all, it's a mainly mobile uh, social media platform, which, which is what all the social media platforms are nowadays. Um, and something that may surprise most people is that you get 21.6% higher uh, conversions from Pinterest than any other social media, which is crazy. Which kind of leads to like, why would we be doing an episode about Pinterest for medical practice marketing? It was somewhere a couple months ago um, that somebody said um, to Corey and I that they were having success driving traffic to their website through Pinterest and through a little further investigation. Um, what happened is we were having a conversation that, you know, we used to get so much traffic through Facebook, but after Facebook went public and had shareholders to, um, to answer to, and they really started pushing advertising and the algorithms changed, we got less and less traffic and Pinterest, um, still is kind of the wild, wild west. They're not a publicly traded company. They haven't been acquired by anybody, but they have a ton of traffic. And it was um, somebody that we were talking to who said, look, I've shifted a lot of focus over to Pinterest and I'll make um, you know ad buys with Pinterest and they will work with me and we're seeing more and more traffic. In fact, I remember who it was now. It was um, the woman that spoke about marketing 
for Home Depot mm. at the search engine conference that we were at last year in New York City. Okay. And the fact is that these top brands were using Pinterest more and more because there was more flexibility. So, you know, fast forward that an entire year, and we started using Pinterest in some of our um, social strategy and traffic strategy um, efforts for medical practices. And Danielle, you've had some successes with an eye care practice, I believe, mm -hmm. and with um, some of our orthopedic practices, haven't you? Right. So we've uh, started uh, incorporating images on Pinterest, and we've obviously changed the content to make sense for Pinterest. So the images are, like I said, these tall, long images. We've used infographics, which are amazing on Pinterest. Um, specifically to the orthopedic practice that we work with. Um, marathons are a huge deal. So we have this amazing infographic on how to train for a marathon. And during marathon season a few months ago, it got shared hundreds, if not thousands of times. And that is something that seems so simple that we created, I think, even last year. And it still holds... Holds, yeah, it's uh, a holds graphic its weight this year. Yeah. that we never planned to use for Pinterest. I mean, right. here's what it boils down to is all of these social networks... They only work if you put out great content. So we created this great infographic, and we weren't quite sure where it was going to go, but we've used it in a lot of places, talking about how to train for, for a marathon and focusing um, on pushing our podiatrist and our foot and ankle doctors through this marathon training. And Danielle put this thing on Pinterest, and it blew up. Yeah. Um, and with tracking numbers on Pinterest, there's kind of like – uh, conversation that the Pinterest analytics are kind of not necessarily they're a little inconsistent so what you do in Pinterest to kind of get more accurate numbers you verify your practice website with Google and then you can use Google Analytics to track all your numbers on Pinterest so you can get the more accurate numbers which um, is very important obviously so you can track how many clicks you're getting back to your website from all this amazing graphics that you're creating. So in our show notes, Danielle will make sure that she puts in there how you can verify your practice yeah. with Google so that it can tie to your Pinterest account. Um, so Danielle, with that said, um, why should medical practices be considering Pinterest as one of their tactics for um, their social media strategy overall? Well, like in a lot of homes, the woman tends to be the decision maker, especially when it comes to healthcare. Um, and there are 150 million active users on Pinterest, with 85% of those being female users. So when you know Susie Homemaker is scrolling through Pinterest, you know, penning her favorite recipes, she's going to cook for dinner tonight, and she sees these, you know, amazing infographics or information on something that her husband's maybe he's complaining about his knee or his hip or his back and she sees these helpful graphics while she's already on Pinterest so you are where the decision maker is you know back in 2014 I saw this um, report that indicated that 42 percent of women who are online are using Pinterest and you know like you said Susie Homemaker is deciding making those healthcare decisions and mm -hmm. you know Susie CEO is making those healthcare decisions the fact is that women are the ones making for the most part those healthcare decisions and so why would you not be on Pinterest and you know like we said before we've had so much success driving traffic right. to our practice websites because of Pinterest and so I think that you know it's something that 
from a social media standpoint, we've always said like, look, you only need to be in places where you have time to be in places and you want to be where the eyeballs are. So we've really focused our efforts on Facebook over the years. People, um, you know, we'll have practice administrators and say, should we be on Twitter? And we'll say, well, Twitter's a little bit different. If you have the time, yes, your eyeballs are there. But, you know, grandma's on Facebook at this point, so you need to be on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And Pinterest is something that, you know, we've often thought from a visual standpoint, we didn't necessarily have the wherewithal to produce the types of visuals. You know, people don't, we don't think of Pinterest as a place that we're going to go to talk about hearing aids and put pictures of ears with hair growing out of them. (laughs) But Pinterest is working for driving traffic back to our practice websites. And so I think as any marketing um, coordinator or marketing manager within your practice, you need to be thinking about how can I apply Pinterest because it's a lot simpler than that we would have thought. And we're seeing some real traction through Pinterest. Yeah. And so the how I think is the big question. Um, so I guess I'll go ahead and share a little tips to kind of help. Yeah, that'd it's, be great. It's great to say all these wonderful numbers and how how um, other businesses are benefiting from Pinterest, but how can you actually also benefit That's a great from, idea. from Pinterest is really important. So uh, like I said, they have taller images. So specifically, it's 735 by 1102, very specific. Uh, so it's these tall, long, and obviously the bigger, the better on Pinterest because you have obviously more real estate in the person's screen, the bigger your photo is. Um, there's, there's so many great tools you can use. We personally love Canva and I'm sure you've heard us talk about it in other podcasts before. And if the idea of creating an infographic is kind of scary to you, luckily Canva has templates of infographics that you can play around with. Is Canva a paid or a free tool? It is a free tool. They do have paid options, but the free option is just so amazing that we haven't had the need to pay for it yet. Um, so that is an amazing tool. If you don't feel like you are a certified Photoshop designer type person, very user-friendly. We love it. Um, another option is PicMonkey. You know, before, you know, you kind of think of PicMonkey to crop an image or increase the brightness, but they've added a lot more tools where you can go in and edit and do text overlays and they're all very user-friendly. And if you just kind of take the time and play around with them, watch their tutorial videos type thing. Um, a few others that we've, Heard of Adobe Spark, uh, Quotes Cover. Those are kind of simple little things that you can use and it's, um, can be very helpful. Um, the images you can use, obviously you can purchase stock stock photos, but free is always great, especially if you don't have a large marketing budget. Which most medical practices exactly. do not. Um, so some of our favorites are Pexels. Uh, it's P-E-X-E-L-S. We'll put all these in the show notes so it's helpful. Pexels and Pixabay. Um, and you can, you know, they have search box so you can find the photos that you're looking for. And obviously it's a free tool, so you're not going to find exactly what you want every time, but they have been extremely helpful, helpful for us. Um, the kind of downside to buying or to using the free images is, I would think everybody anybody can use the free images. So, um, filters are a cool way to kind of make it your own. You can play around with the filters and the lighting and putting your text and your logo. So not necessarily just like downloading the image and using it, but making it your own with your design elements because you are going to become a designer with these amazing free tools. Um, And then less is more really, uh, you know, the saying a picture says a thousand words, so you don't need to put a thousand words on your picture. Uh, So that's really important. And, um, even just doing a little research, like doing a Google image search or looking at other pins for inspiration, not for copying, but for inspiration, um, I think is really helpful. Even Instagram can help for like image ideas. 
No, that's good stuff. So yeah. from a marketing perspective for our administrators, because they're probably like, uh, this is overwhelming, specifically like what kinds of things could a practice put on Pinterest? Yeah, I mean, uh, in- infographics. I mean, those are absolutely amazing. Like we said, we had huge success with this marathon training infographic. Um, or even if it's your content that you already have, like, you know, five stretches to help with knee pain. It can literally be a long, beautiful image of maybe somebody running or on a bike with a text overlay of five stretches to strengthen your knee. And then it would link back to your website. It's something as simple as as that. What about like quotes and things like that? Oh, yeah. Quotes are a huge thing. You know, um, we work with a cancer um a, a cancer center and so obviously you kind of need the inspiration because people going through that kind of thing in their life is very traumatic um so we try to do inspirational quotes whether it's you know a beautiful landscape you know the kind of things that you see on other businesses it's a beautiful landscape or flowers or something inspirational with like a you know don't give up type of quote do you put your logo on pinterest stuff or do you yeah. not logo like logo it logo it you can, you can put your logo on it, um, but the the reason that you would is because you can share on Pinterest. I don't know. One of the things I've heard before is on the social platforms where you can share, uh, like Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest, it's a good idea to put your, your logo on the image because if it gets shared to a point to where it loses the link back to your website, it still has your name on it. But if you're like trying to design it and the logo just doesn't work, you can try maybe watermarking it or just making sure that your colors or your design shows that it is your brand. Because like, you know, there's big brands where you look at something, it doesn't need their name or their logo, but you know it's that brand because of their colors or how they designed it. Yeah, and I think quotes are a good one um, from an inspirational standpoint. We have a fertility doctor that we work with, and, and he likes to use inspirational quotes to couples that are having a hard time getting pregnant. Um, the the cancer center that we work with um, – quotes work really well. I think quotes work if you are like a a rehab clinic, um, like sports rehab, Mm -hmm. um, works really well for orthopedics because you can do motivational quotes, um, for active living and things like that. I think that how you were saying like, you know, tips for knee exercises, you know, tips for, um, tips for dealing with allergies, tips for, you know, dealing with hearing loss. I mean, the idea of what about like well, you can't do before and after photos necessarily, but what about like for plastic surgeons and, and groups like that? I think there's probably an opportunity to, like live the best life, mm-hmm. you know, beauties in the eye of the beholder. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Yeah. It's just, you know, the sky's the limit. But again, I mean, this is where the decision makers are spending their time. It's still the wild, wild west so that you still have some flexibility in what you can do. And we are seeing great results as it relates to Pinterest. So I think you should check out the show notes this week. And I think you should, um, you know, in your next, you know, strategy meeting for developing your marketing plan, if you're not already using Pinterest, I really think that Pinterest is a place that we want to start at least looking at um, from a marketing standpoint for our medical practices. So with that, I am Jennifer. And I'm Danielle. And we want to say thanks again for joining us in the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.